Yeah, don't, please don't. But blow into it. Please blow into it. Remember to use your spit valves. Welcome to episode 23 of Live It or Waste It. I am David Guggenheim. And I'm Dave Wine, and this is the show about getting the most out of your life. If you are in the process of changing your life and you're seeking a community of like-minded people, then this is the show to follow. Join us on our journey of remaking our lives with the help of the Live It or Waste It community. Come on now, let's do it. Show number three of the new decade. And show 23 of the podcast. 23. A lot of threes. 23. Very excited. Very excited. 23 and me, baby. So we, we have a new feature here before we start the word of the week. Yes, David. I thought, you know, new year, new ideas. We could try something. I wanted to try to get us in the conscious headspace that we need to be in so that we can effectively absorb the information and the wisdom that we're going to embrace this week. How's that sound? Wow, that is heavy. Yeah, it's like a, you wouldn't know anything about this, but before a game, the coach would give a pep talk in the locker room to the team to get them fired up. I was in the band, and I would, as the drum major, would have to give a pep talk to the band. So, God, I would, I would pay money to be in the room with you giving a pep talk to the band yeah, before the game. more like a downer talk. <laughs> like, all right, guys, I don't know. We're probably not as good as the other team and, or the other band. They're probably going to outclass us in every way, but, you know, let's go and do it anyway. Try not to drop your instrument and break it. Yeah. Because you'll have to pay for it. Yeah, don't, please don't, but blow into it. Please blow into it. Remember to use your spit valves. Well, that sounds very inspiring. I'm sure you guys performed at at premium level after that. We were L.A. champions in our division, number one, baby. Well, there you go. So your pep talks did work. Yeah, yeah, no. We were very good. Well, that's awesome, man. You still have your trophy? Uh, I can't even get into all of that. Oh, that's a, that's a North Hollywood High. It's 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 in North Hollywood High. It's a sensitive uh, subject. Yeah. Oh, that that's a whole can of worms right there. Ooh, we're gonna have to save that for another show. Yeah. And David played in the band. That's right. And there's a public meltdown. Oh, that one. whoa! A high school meltdown. Something like that. I don't want to get Golly, it. That sounds juicy. I really want to know about that. <laughs> it is. It's a very good story. <laughs> I think everybody wants us to just forget about I know, whatever right. topic we had for the day. Throw it away. And, and <laughs> New feature, schmeacher. I promise uh, for those of you listening that I will plan a show just to hear that story. <laughs> I'll share it at some point. But we have a new feature to talk about. We're a, a, a pregame pep talk. Yes, it's an affirmation or a purpose statement, if you will. And first, what I'd like everybody to do is just take a deep breath. 
Let it out. Ah. Slow and controlled. Slow and controlled. All right. So let's try to make this a weekly thing, David, so right. that we can remind ourselves of, you know, who we are, why we're here listening or doing this podcast, and what we are seeking to become. Right. All right, now, first let's remember, we're here because we want to find and fulfill our purpose and destiny on this planet. We want to move towards our true selves, our true nature of being, and no longer fight what is unfolding around us, but instead just let it be. Because we're not here to get, we're here to let. We know that through changing our perceptions and our expectations, we can see the world for what it really is. We're pulling back the shade of fear, doubt, limitation, not enoughness, and we're letting in the light of love, generosity, creativity, joy, peace, and prosperity. And we're allowing it to shine through us. And through discipline and consistency, we will accomplish our goals and create the freedom we desire. With the right tools, we can do anything. This is how we live it. Preach. Hot damn. Let's get to work. No, I like this. I like this affirmation thing. I, I, I do think it's a good idea to use the show as a pause to take that breath in i'm a real big believer in 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 the power of of breathing and controlling breaths and holding breaths and letting them out and you know doing the whole thing and really affirm you know what it is that uh we're we're, we're doing here as as we record the podcast and what people are looking for as they listen to the podcast to have a, a little bit of a Zen moment there um, where you could reflect on, on who you are, where you want to go. And I love that line. I love that because we are not here to get, we are here to let. That is from the good Reverend Dr. Michael Beckwith, who is uh, a spiritual teacher at the Agape International Center. You know, he's an inspiration of mine, and he's been one for a long time. And that's something that he always says, and so I had to incorporate that in there. That's some good stuff. I appreciate that. And I think that, you know, it's really important that we, we reinforce that and remind that, especially in this day and age. You know, I mean, this is a time of a lot of confusion and a lot of adversity and a lot of anger. I just found out, actually, before we were about to do this podcast, that you know, Iran uh, attacked our bases in Iraq. David, you know, this is just all about what, I'm, what I was just talking about in this, this affirmation, is that, you know, when we allow fear and doubt and these feelings of not having enough or not being in control, we let these things control us, this is the result, you know. And when you have a leader 
that feeds into the victim mentality and the fears and the doubts uh, that people have, there's nowhere for people to go but to to a, a, a negative, violent space. Toxic. Toxic. You know? Yeah. You know, when you're looking outside of yourself, then that means you're not doing the things you need to be doing. And you're trying to distract yourself from that truth and blame someone else for your lot in life. It, it, it is easy to focus on those things, those outer things, and find fault with, you know, what's going on with my life, you know? And I think you can make great arguments um, saying, you know, why the economy is harming me personally or, you know, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. But that's mm -hmm. not going to solve it. That's not going to change it. You know, I was having a conversation with my brother this morning about, you know, some initiatives that I was working on. And it, it was basically sort of hitting my head on the, on, against the hard wall, you know, just like over and over. It was like, this is, and I had to stop and say, what I'm doing is not working for this particular thing. Mm -hmm. Instead of bemoaning it, I need to change what I'm doing in order to get a different outcome. Because the world is what the world is. You know, un unless you're a very few, select very few, you really aren't going to have much of an impact on, on the global scheme of things. And so why battle, why go up river battling an, an unwinnable war, you know, to fighting windmills, as it were, when there are things that you could change about your own life and your own attitude and the, in the way that you see the world and the way you interact with the world that could have real tangible benefits and make your life more like the life you want to have. Mm-hmm. And I think what you're saying is very powerful, and, and hopefully I'm just reemphasizing uh, some of what you're talking about. And, 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 and on that fact, I think we should get into the, the focus of the show, which ties into our word of the week. Yes. Which is purge. Purge. Actually, we're talking about purging fear and doubt and, and all these negative emotions that you have that are keeping you from finding and being your true self purging the things that are cluttering up your life and your lifestyle yes that are contributing to the disarray of your life of the disorganization of your life i mean i'm and we're going to be talking about, um, and, and this is the word of the week, but the, the topic of the week, and this is the second of our Healthy Habits series, uh, is getting organized. And um, as you might be able to guess, we're, we're going to be talking about a video that relates to uh, Marie Kondo, the minimalist queen, I think it's fair to say. Yes. And... I personally, I'm very much a person of 
organized, clean lines, not a lot of stuff, going in through stuff, not being overly sentimental with very many items. You know, I would always, when I would, when I would move uh, my, my home, I've, I've moved a couple times in the last few years, and I generally have one small box of items that I want to know, I want to have access to at all times, and, and I want to know where it is, because that's the stuff I really care about. Mm-hmm. And I always make sure, and I keep it as a small box, you know, and there's boxes and boxes, you know, whenever you move, right, you have boxes and boxes and boxes of things and stuff. And this stuff ends up weighing us down mm-hmm. and cluttering our lives and costing us, you know, storage fees and, and you know, filling up our closets, cluttering our lives and in some ways, symbolically, but some ways, literally, it's, it's, you know, holding us back from living a more organized, uh, fruitful, a meaningful, cherished way. Right. You know, it goes back to what we always talk about is that, you know, life is difficult enough as it is, challenging enough as it is, and... So we want to try to eliminate as much stress as we can. And one way of doing that is by being organized and having room and space to operate in. Yeah, and uh, we have a video of the week. Um, this video is brought to us by um, a YouTuber uh, that goes by the moniker of A Small Wardrobe. And her video is Top 20 Marie Kondo Tips for Tidying Up and Decluttering. And that is, so what she's done is gone, she's read uh, Kondo's books and she's seen the videos and, and, and gone through everything and sort of lays it out as like, here's the top 20 takeaways from what Kondo is talking about and i think kondo is is a somewhat controversial figure you know and anybody that comes in and says this is how you should organize your life you know is not going to work for everybody and it was interesting um and i think a small wardrobe indicated that she didn't necessarily agree with all 20 tips but she was going to just present them as like, you know, these are these are the big takeaways from from this lifestyle decision, you know, and I, and I understand and I and I've read some some criticism of condo, you know, out there. And, mm. and I understand that. And I, I think nothing is a silver bullet. And I, I don't think that uh, uh, fetishizing minimalism is a really w- great way to go. But I, I think that. The idea of simplifying your environment, organizing your environment, leads to a natural state of, of peace, yeah. of contentment. If you go to a you know, massage place and they have a bunch of books stacked in the corner and some CDs spilled out, you know, this is, if it was all cluttered with, with junk, Mm -hmm. you wouldn't be really relaxed in, in 
in the thing. No, but when you go to a nice massage place, it's very minimally uh, decorated, um, you know, maybe a plant off to the side, uh, maybe a decanter of some sort. Dripping little fountain or something. Yeah, dripping, but very minimal, very calming. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, what we're getting at here is creating a living space that helps reinforce a calming, organized mentality so you have a place to retreat from. So when you leave the world that is work and the hustle and bustle of living in 2020, um, you have a place of respite. Yeah, the last thing you want to do is come home to a place where everything is is disheveled. Chaotic. Right. Because then your mind is disheveled and chaotic. You know, your, your space that you are in constantly is going to affect your mental state as well. This isn't about making your house look like a museum. It's just we want to try to make it efficient, just like everything else. For example, I have I have a situation. I had to reorganize my kitchen because whenever I tried to cook, I never had enough counter space, and I was constantly dealing with trying to find some place to put something down, or if I wanted to to season something. I mean, it was just ridiculous, and so I had to get some kind of a system going where I wasn't getting frustrated every time I tried to cook because then that would just make me want to get takeout. Right. And we we know where that leads to. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. So. And and counter space is precious. Yes. In a kitchen. Oh, people, I don't understand. People will put like a blender on the kitchen counter and use a blender like three times a year. Exactly. Right. Like. Like if you if you use that blender every day, fine. Yeah, have an altar front and center. Create, you know, let it be front and center. But if you're using it three times a year, why in the world would you allow it to take up that precious precious counter space? Unless you're you know um, Martha Stewart and you have a huge kitchen. And that's why we do this podcast, David, because there are things that seem like they're common sense, but we just don't think about it. We never think about it because we're so we're in our routine that we've been doing for so long and we never questioned it because we've seen the people we grew up around doing the same thing and we think they know best and they didn't know best. They were just doing the same thing we're doing where they were copying somebody else and never questioned it. But the fact of the matter is there are better ways of doing things. Yeah, it's absolutely true. And and let's start to go through some of the, the... the top 20 Marie Kondo tips for tidying up and decluttering. I don't think we have time to go through all 20. So again, um, this YouTube video is going to be appear in the show notes. Um, and we'll also put it on the Facebook page. So uh, you will uh, have it there. And again, it's uh, top 20 Marie Kondo tips for tidying up and decluttering uh, a small wardrobe, uh, put it together. And again, and I think we've referenced this, but this is what we're talking about. We're talking about your physical space, your home, your workspace, but then there's your mind. And I think all of this is is in designed to clear your mind and give you a 
clear way of thinking and approaching life and not being distracted by the stuff that inhabits our homes. Um, so, but here we're going to be focusing on your physical space. Uh, I think it's important that you change and organize your surroundings, the places you spend most of your time in. It will mentally free you and make you more efficient throughout the day. So number one, first tip is to figure out, and this is an interesting one, one it's not necessarily something you'd think of. First tip is to figure out why, why you're tidying up. This is the goal. Uh, this is the what is the goal or feeling you want once you are done? Great place to start. And this is another one. And this one I'm a little back and forth on, uh, but is definitely um, uh, an interesting hypothesis. Discard first and organize later. So get rid of the stuff first. Focus completely on getting rid of stuff and organize it later. This is another interesting one. Declutter in categories instead of rooms, i.e. all the dishes or all the workout stuff. You deal with it in the category of stuff and not the living room. Like I'm going to start with the living room first. That's that's an interesting way of doing it. It really is because it doesn't confine you to a room and then that room is is basically off limits until you get it done instead it just confines you to one space uh, where you're doing this one category and you know actually like let's say uh the example the the that the woman in in the video gave was that if you're just going to do all the dishes you know there might be dishes in other parts of the house than the kitchen so you you're actually working on several rooms at a time by working on one category. Only declutter you, your own stuff. Never do it for others. And I have tried to do this for other people, and it has ended in disaster. <laughs> disaster. <laughs> so that sounds like another juicy story, right there. Oh man, this one involves the miracle of the blind can suddenly see when their stuff is gone. Literally. So uh, when you're going to declutter stuff, let other, you do your stuff. Let other people do their stuff because significance is in the eye of the beholder and you really need to respect that. Good point. This is one that I really like is give each item a home. It is so, I believe this is a very powerful one. If everything has a place, then you have a place for everything. How much time do we spend, David, looking for stuff? How, how, much time, how much of our lives have we wasted trying to find something like your keys, your tape, the remote? <laughs> and you, when things are messy, when things are... You don't just start stuffing things in drawers. And that's one of the things that I really have a hard time dealing with is stuffing stuff in drawers and then you have all these junk drawers. If things have a place, if there's an order to how you're storing things, then it makes uh, cleaning up easier. It makes things easier to find. It does. All of this does, though. I mean, that's what we're talking about here. 
And that's why most people don't do this is because it requires a lot of discipline and time and energy. Right. And understanding, too. I mean, you have to understand and and get these tips like we're getting from Marie Kondo to do this in an efficient way because the way we're thinking about doing it, it's it just sounds like a nightmare. But if we do it maybe a, a, a way that an expert is telling us, it might be a lot easier to do it. Yeah, you, you, will, spend, you will spend more time in putting things away than you spend now, but you will spend less time in looking for that stuff later. And, and less aggravation. There's aggravation that comes with not finding things. And I think that going through this whole mental process of slimming down our stuff, organizing our stuff in a sensible way, understand that, that, that purging this stuff really can create some more organizational um, mentality in you and make it easier for you to, to have calm peaceful interactions in your home and and you you really got to be honest with yourself about the stuff you're going to keep and the stuff you're going to get rid of because you know there's things that you have you say oh yeah i'm gonna get to that uh i got a camera i'm gonna start taking pictures one of these days or or i got that treadmill over there that's got clothes hanging on it right now but one day i'm gonna get on it and start running be honest be honest. If you're not going to get on the treadmill, get rid of it. Okay? Find a different way to exercise. Treadmills aren't for everybody. Cameras, being a photographer isn't for everybody. It may seem like a great idea. If you're not drawn to it, let it go. There's somebody else out there that would enjoy that camera. But again, Marie says that you shouldn't be giving this stuff away. That if you give something away, it should be for a very specific reason you know because you could get into this thing of oh this camera it's such a good camera i don't you You could donate it Mm -hmm. there's all sorts of places that you could donate to and 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 people will definitely appreciate it uh you know so just look into that all right all right so definitely please share your tips for getting organized and what's worked with you for us with and please come to the Facebook page and our Facebook group. Just search for Live It or Waste It Now on Facebook and share share with us uh, some of your stories, tips, tricks, compliments on our wonderful uh, uh, podcast or, or criticisms as well. And of course, remember to subscribe and share. Share, share, share. Share. Sunny. And if you want to find me, David Guggenheim, you could always come to my website at someonetalkedmedia.com. Or you could find me at Wine Designs, W-E-I-N Designs.com. Now go out there and live it. Don't waste it. <laughs> <laughs>